Blog Talk Radio. Ladies, let's talk with Coach Gina, a weekly radio show for the working woman. We cover topics such as family, life skills, wellness, and business. You can catch us every Wednesday live from 8 o'clock to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. At any time, click on the archives to listen to a previous episode. We are glad you have joined us. Take a deep breath, relax, and enjoy. Here's your host, Coach Gina Brown. Two minutes just uh, sharing with you some information and realized that my line was muted. So I will start over. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Gina Brown, your host. And uh, before we get going to a great, great show, I like to uh, feature two businesses. They're doing great things. The first one is Unique Makeup Presenter. Feel beautiful, look beautiful from the inside out. Go to the website, simplyseductivelashes.com, simplyseductivelashes.com, unique makeup presenter, Tasha Viamar, for sure, your beauty needs. Secondly, we have I Dream for Racial Health Equity a project of community partners. Yes, community partners as it relates to your health and wellness. Website, idreamnow.org, idreamnow.org. Miss Winona Valentine, founder and health leadership coach. Thank you, ladies. You're awesome, and your businesses are thriving. Today's uh, interview is going to be wonderful. Susan Glover, you may have heard her in the past. She is a positive, motivational speaker and coach, and um, she's going to tell you and share with you her best secrets and tips. Also, she's going to share with you some business ideas as well. So stay tuned uh, for that, and we'll see you real soon. Blog Talk Radio. You have tuned in to Ladies Let's Talk with Coach Gina, a weekly radio show every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can expect Coach Gina to interview an exceptional guest. We focus on wellness, life skills, family, and business. Take a deep breath, relax, and enjoy. Here is your host, Gina Brown. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ladies Let's Talk. My name is Gina Brown, your host, and I am excited to have you tune into our episode this evening as we have a great guest, Suzanne Glover. She's a personal development professional expert, 
and she's going to share all her tips, tricks, and otherwise golden nuggets with you. And feel free to give us a call if you have any questions. We'd love to hear your comments. Dial in to 760-683-2660. Suzanne, welcome to the show. Thank you, Gina. I'm happy to be here with you. Good, good, good. So before we get into your work, can you give us a little background on um, uh, maybe your journey up until this point um, in the positive thinking world? Well, thank Okay, that's a great place to start, Gina. You know, we all have to have a wake-up call when we know that change is possible. And for me, I'll start with my experience when I got my wake-up call. And my wake-up call was um, basically, if you think about it, how many decisions have you made in your life that you've made because someone told you that you should do something? You know, go along, get along, be a part of the group, all that stuff, right? be loved, be connected. Well, I was told that I should be a model, so I became a model, and, you know, I know this sounds familiar. I always did what I was told. Well, I didn't have the confidence to go into that industry. So my wake-up call was here I was in an industry. I looked like a model on the outside, but on the inside, I did not have what it took to be in it. So here's my lesson. If I was going to survive, I had to learn how to take care of myself emotionally. And and what does that mean? It, it means I had to learn to accept myself in new ways. So what that did was now fast forward to where I was a seasoned actress with my own studio and I was coaching others to get into that. Uh, you know, I made it through it. I started to learn to respect myself on the inside because I decided if no one was going to respect me on the outside, I had to respect me. And then if no one was going to love me, I had to love me. So that's what I passed on to my students. And I started out with self-acceptance. And that was my wake-up call, getting into the modeling industry, segueing it into my own modeling studio and helping others do that and help them really start that self-acceptance, which I found was very addictive to helping people. So then I went into being a hypnotherapist. And that's sort of where I am today. I've got the website and I help people. Hundreds of thousands of people a year come to my website. And um, I'm here to help you tonight. Oh, fantastic. We are all ready and eager. <laughs> well, you said <laughs> a lot in that in that journey piece. And one that resonates and sticks out is someone told you, X, Y, Z, we all are told these things. Oh, you should be a doctor, you should be a lawyer, you should be a model, you should be in the medical industry, you should be an accountant, you know, all these things, right? And you're like, hmm, I'm not sure if that is something, but if they believe that I could or they believe in me, then maybe that should be the path that I should take. And mm-hmm. and we often, all of us have experienced it from one time or another, doubted, you know, this is not truly comfortable, I'm not sure what I'm doing, but you migrate into this path anyway. That's right. And when your emotional state is not connected, then what happens? (laughs) Negative self-talk, negative uh, worry of failure, all sorts of things start. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And in fact, that's what you can start to do to help yourself. 
is recognize that you have been listening to everybody else around there. And, Gina, why do we do that? Just think about it for a minute. Why do we listen to other people? There's a couple of reasons for that. One reason is because we're we're brought up that way. We're taught to learn. Uh, we're we're taught to listen to other people. We're taught to listen to our teachers. We're taught to listen to our parents, and and our minds are trained to do what we're told. We, in fact, I have a um, a video or um, we have a video quiz on my site. It's how to over. It's uh, are you thinking negative? And one of the points it makes in there, it's a free quiz, and one of the points make it makes in there is that you, your mind basically carries out other people's expectations of you. That's the key thing. And, of course, the other thing is um, we don't have the own confidence that we can get through a life on our own and can make it so we don't do it. So you want, here's your first step. Here's your first step. If you want to start getting the more confidence and stop listening to so many people around you, what you want to do, number one, is you want to embrace your self-talk. And that's what you're saying to yourself on a consistent basis inside. You want to embrace it and you want to learn from it. And many people don't because they're afraid of what they're going to find. So let's take Sally, for example. She was a client. She's in her 30s, I believe. And um, she was in your area, Los Angeles. She always oh, nice. did. Yeah. <laughs> she loved it down there. She was always doing what she was told to do, striving to fit in, you know, meeting other people's expectations, not having a lot of security in herself. And her problem was she was ignoring her own self-talk, her own inner wisdom, because it was negative and she was just afraid of it. Well, once Sally learned how to not only embrace her self-talk, but how to change it into positive self-talk, her self-acceptance blossomed, and she wasn't she wasn't given over to other people's whims anymore. She broke free. And this is a very important, very important, very important, do I need to say it again? <laughs> this is a very important concept that is overlooked many times in the positive thinking world because many people are afraid to embrace their negative thinking. And more about that is covered in Section 1 of my program, the Effective Positive Thinking Program, because it's such a vital segment of how to learn to become more positive. Mm-hmm. How to learn to become more positive. Is mm-hmm. it true that we all have both thoughts on a regular daily basis? Absolutely. I can do it, I can't do it, I can't, I can't. Absolutely. In fact, the fear of failure is paralyzing, and that fear comes from that that constant, constant self-talk. So how do you move beyond that? First, you want to discover how to recognize the mental roadblocks that you've created within yourself that cause you to feel out of control and and disappointed in yourself. So you want to recognize those things. So you want to learn how to do that. Secondly, once you realize that stress, depression, fear, all those negative things, they come from your habitual pattern of negative thinking, then you can start saying, okay, I'm going to take charge and I'm going to change this. And a little tidbit of information is 
we become addicted to whatever thoughts we're thinking on a consistent basis. So let's say that you are constantly being angry, constantly being angry, constantly being angry. Your mind is putting out a chemical that is associated with anger. And it goes down into your bloodstream and your cells and your body get used to this anger. And just like cocaine or coffee is what I was going to say, (laughs) just like coffee Mm -hmm. or tobacco or heroin or cocaine, you get addicted to this chemical. And your body creates ways for you to become angry. So your first thing is to realize that you're addicted to your thoughts. Then the next thing to do is to real and to say, okay, I have the power that within a short period of time, as short as say 30 days, you start changing your chemistry in your body by changing your thoughts, and that is not as hard as people think it could be. So I'm going to give you an example. Gloria, let's see, she was from <clears throat> Chicago, and she was a high school dropout. Waitress on the south side, but at age 22, she started night school to get her high school diploma. So remember, she's addicted to really believing that she's a dropout, that she's a failure. Well, what happened? Anxiety attacks, fear of failure and depression, and just like you said, she feared she wouldn't measure up. That was her problem. And she kept asking herself, what if I fail? What if I fail? What if I fail? What if I fail? She was addicted to it, and her body was saying, what if you fail? What if you fail? You've got to believe that you're going to fail because you're going to give us that chemical. Well, she confided that her to her sister that um, what was she, going to, she was going to drop out again, if you can believe that, because she was yeah. having this anxiety. Yeah, she was going to drop out again because her body was addicted. Well, her sister turned her on to the Effective Positive Thinking Program, and what Gloria learned with the program was that it was her pattern of thinking her self-talk that was tormenting her, that she was addicted to it, and she learned how to break that addiction and change that self-talk to becoming positive. And then what happens, the neat thing about that is then she became addicted to positive because the more you think positive thoughts, the more positive chemicals come out, and then you start that addiction, and it changes. It's a really cool thing. Wow. That's pretty powerful, it and that's is. not really talked about very often, I must say. No. it's not, and is it? So, <laughs> not at all. And so when you shift your thinking to the positive side, and and then I just immediately thought of domino effect. So if you're super positive around the five people that you're around on a daily basis, then what will happen? Does that spill over to them? This positive Absolutely. thinking or not? It does. If you if you approach it in the right way, Gina, and how you there's a little known fact about this, and that little known fact is that a person who is is thinking gratitude again, if you want to be on a biochemical level, you're thinking gratitude and you're putting that chemistry in your body. Okay, that's you. But it's also been proven, some way out there, proved that a person who's thinking and being gra- uh, grateful in their heart and in their mind has a radius around them. I think the diameter is uh, around them is something like um, 18 feet around them. People mm-hmm. within that circumference, or whatever the measurement is, 18 feet, those people's hearts 
go into coherence, when what that means is their heart rhythm changes. It becomes more calm. It changes because they're resonating to that person with the gratitude heart, great grateful heart. So you can mm-hmm. affect other people around you. It's amazing. That is amazing. That's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's super energetic. Okay, all you listening audiences out there, if you haven't got a golden nugget um, by now, um, well, there's more to come, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty. Uh, oh, my gosh. Dina, my website has just about 300 articles that I've written all about these goodies and all sorts of stuff effectivepositivethinking.com, where you can find all sorts of these cold nuggets, as you say. <laughs> it's a good term. Yes, I love that. So you can get the golden nuggets at effectivepositivethinking.com. Mm-hmm. You can connect with Suzanne Glover there. She is our expert here. When you're listening to her as we're talking about the power of positive thinking. Absolutely. So having said that, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back after these messages. My name is Kim. I will deliver your mail. My name is Darnell. I will be patrolling your neighborhood. My name is Matt. I'll be managing your retirement portfolio. My name is Maria. I will check your vital signs. I will be the chairman of the board. I will be your congresswoman. I will be great. I will be great. I will be great. I will be great. At Boys and Girls Clubs of America, we believe every child has the potential to be great. You can help. Support your local Boys and Girls Clubs. Visit us at BeGreatAmerica.org. And we are back. Suzanne, so I want to shift gears not too much, but just a little bit. How does meditation work, and how does that impact our positive thinking? Okay, that's a great question. Meditation, if you don't know too much about it, most people think it's where you sit and you go, mmm, for a while, and you start breathing in a different fashion, and you calm down. What's really happening on an internal level is that your brain, which is a computer for your body, just like it's sending out the chemicals down into your body, what it does is it's going 80 miles an hour when it's, a, when it's depressed or stressed. It's going 80 miles an hour like a car. Vroom, 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 vroom. Very, very, very fast. That's when depression, anxiety, and all those things happen. When you start meditating, you start actually slowing your brain down. Uh, the, the frequency, the brain waves, you start slowing those brain waves down, and that changes your engine from 80 miles an hour down to 40 miles or down to 20 miles an hour. Now, there are stages of meditation, and <laughs> I wrote an article about this, and when I looked it up and did the research, there's anywhere from 21 stages to two stages. Everyone has an opinion out there on, well, how do I know if I'm in... You know, what stage you're in. Right, okay. Well, you don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's very hard to determine. Um, when, you, when you start out meditating, it's very hard to determine. Now, of course, when you get good at it, you can start feeling the different zones because you know that you have different reactions to it. Um, but what I like... My favorite thing to do is to simply use something called a brainwave meditation. And I I have my brainwave meditations that I use, and I've created them. And what they are is you take it like the beta state is the 80-mile-an-hour state, and then the alpha state is the 
60-mile-an-hour state, and then the theta state is the 40-mile-an-hour state, and then the delta state is the 20-mile-an-hour state, and that's where you're sleeping. And each one of these different states has a different benefit. So the alpha state, you want to study more and be more com- uh, have more comprehension, you use an alpha brainwave. If you want to be more creative, you use a theta brainwave. And my uh, my brainwaves that I sell off the site have um, the theta one has two to three hours of sleep replacement, for example. So they have different benefits, and the best benefit is you don't have that learning curve. All you have to do is just pop it in with stereo headphones in about five minutes. Oh, you know what? Yes, what? Samantha. Oh, Samantha, i got to tell you this. This is the coolest thing. Okay. So, and I'll make it fast. Samantha was very depressed. She was crying for 45 minutes. She couldn't stop. You know how you get in that state where you just want to go cry, 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 cry? Just sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's just sad. Yeah. And you just get into that sobbing, and you just go, whoa, I can't stop. And even though... Samantha was very disciplined. She couldn't stop. She put in one of my Delta Delta tape, and she fast-forwarded it, you know, about five minutes into it. I I told her she should try this. And you know what? Within about a minute, she told me, she said, her um, she stopped that sobbing, and in about two minutes, her breathing started slowing down, and in about three minutes, she was calm, just like that. Wow. Because what it does is it takes your brain by the throat and says, hey, slow down, don't be depressed. It goes from 80 to 60 to 20 to 20, uh, 40 to 20 miles an hour just like that, and it's really cool. Wow. And that's my that, favorite that... form of meditation, just because, you know, everybody has an opinion out there about the stages, and that's just the best. Right, right, right. Um, and I understand that. And is, is it primarily deep breathing? Is that primarily what it is? No, meditation is really changing the brain waves. It really is. People get there by breathing. People get there by taking a bath. People t- get there by going for a walk. There's walking meditation. People get there by doing a massage. It's physically altering your state of your mental state of being, which is slowing your brain waves down. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll have to check it out on the website. Yeah, Sounds very you, delicious. <laughs> even if you did <laughs> traditional meditation, Dina, Gina, what you're doing is you're slowing your brain waves down. That's what you're doing. Because that's the electronic computer of your mind, of your body. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so... You know, a lot of us, I I mentioned before we we went live here, uh, are dealing with the newness of the year. And and the holidays are over, and and there's still things that we want to do. We have goals in mind, things we want to grab, reach, obtain. But, you know, every so often we we still are encountering obstacles. And and these obstacles that um, can kind of knock the sail out of our our desire to get to where we want to go, and how can you help someone like that with the positive thinking to well, overcome it? And, go ahead. Um, I can use a hypothetical one. There's so many that can always come up. Let's say um, you're 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 really wanting to finish this book. You're an author, a uh, aspiring author, 
you're, you have a deadline in 60 days to finish. You're midway through, and and the family are getting in the way, and these other you know obstacles are coming at you, and you're kind of losing gra- ground on getting your writing time. Mm-hmm. What can you what can you do to 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 fight for it and stay positive that maybe that can happen? Okay. Well, there. <clears throat> what you want to do whenever you address a problem, anytime you're looking at a problem, what you want to do is you want to get down to the core of the of the problem. So, right now, on the surface, it might look like, okay, um, let's give this person a name. What would this person's name be? Uh, Joanne. Joanne. Okay. Joanne. She is having a hard time writing her book because of all these obstacles. But what is really stopping her from focusing, what's really stopping her from doing it, could be a number of things, a number of things that are way down below the surface. I'm going to give you an example that explains this without a whole lot of technical stuff. Mary was a shopaholic. I mean, spend, 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 buy, buy, buy. All she ever did was spend. Buy, buy, buy. That's all she did. Shopaholic. Mm -hmm. Now, the first thing you think of is that she has a problem shopping, and you'd want to say, hey, girlfriend, you want to stop shopping, right? Right. But she can't. She can't. So people go, hey, you're a shopaholic. You should go to Shopaholics Anonymous. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) When she worked with the Effective Positive Thinking Program, you know what she learned, Gina? She learned that she got down to the core of her problem, and the core of her problem was she had to have chaos in her life. And how she created that was financial chaos. So she put herself into financial chaos so that she could stay in her comfort zone Suzanne was fantastic. Thanks for tuning in to Ladies Let's Talk with Coach Gina. I'm Gina Brown. Remember to go to CoachGina.com for your I Can Do That strategy session as I coach entrepreneurs, women in business, in sales strategy, communication, and task management. And also, remember, we're here every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. There's plenty of archives. You can tune in over 200 episodes to be exact. Remember to smile. It is good for the soul. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you next time.